Welcome to Working Matters. I'm Claudia Rimple. And I'm Carl Edwards. Join us on the web at boldenterprises.com. Claudia, it's time to make some plans. Oh, (laughs) this is often my weakest point, Carl. Charting out some next steps? Yes, it seems it takes the most amount of work to get out of an unstuck situation when you actually have to do something about it. That's right. And the reason we get stuck does have something to do with it. It is doing something for us for as much as it upsets us or bores us or stresses us out. So this is kind of the hard next thing to do, actually, move. But what I like about our process is up to now, we've talked about gathering information about ourselves and seeing what these insights emerge from that information. And we have this purpose of trying to find passion in the workplace, meaningful work, that is fulfilling to us, yet also makes a contribution. So mm-hmm. we have a lot of information at this point. We're not just stuck swimming. That's right. We were actually a bit down the road. And I hope if you've been doing this along with us with your copy of The Passion Finder, that you're swimming in insights right now and, and wondering what to do next with all this information. And that's what we're going to work on today. And here, I really like what we've done, Claudia, because so much of how consultants and tools on the market ordinarily help people is they expect them to get to the answer, the job for you, your destiny that you need to build your entire life toward. You'll see it clearly, kind of almost an all or nothing, you've arrived. That's not really how we learn or develop in life. And uh, I want to remind our readers about our first conversation when we talked about the state of the workplace, because you did point out, and this is, this is actually a very freeing thing, that we can't limit ourselves in thinking of categories of jobs or vocation, that that's not the way the world works anymore. So we are thinking um, in terms of how we need to keep growing and developing, who we need to become as a professional participant where we live. It might involve getting some more education. It might involve getting certain credentials. It might involve being trained in some new skills. It might involve in meeting some different sorts of people in things that interest us. But what we're doing and doing for ourselves that will also contribute where we work is we're constantly adjusting. Well, we're basically, we're growing up. We're maturing throughout our career. We're becoming more and better deeper, richer people. And we're accepting responsibility for that process. Now, in your workbook, in Taking Steps, you mentioned that you want to move towards something from which you can learn. So we've got all these insights. And what we're going to suggest is that we plan across a clarity spectrum. What we mean by a clarity spectrum is that some of the things that we've learned about ourselves are very clear. We've learned something concrete. We want to be involved with working with other people. And so if you have a high level of clarity about something that you've had an insight on, we want to make some plans. We want to act now. Get it on the calendar. Put it in your next performance review. I would like to include some supervision in my role and make some plans to move toward that this year. Now, other things, other things that you've learned about yourself, you don't see perfectly clearly. It's a little fuzzy. It's intriguing. You wonder. Oh, I wonder. Um, Some of the insights suggest maybe you would enjoy teaching, some kind of passing on to others, some kind of equipping and empowering other people. Maybe a school teacher. Would it be some kind of consultant? It could take a variety of forms, and that's just not clear. So when we're not clear, we don't want to act now. We don't want to merely 
jump from job to job, career field to career field in search of what's making us happy. So for that level of clarity, we're suggesting people take some steps to move toward these items. Maybe take a class. Maybe talk to somebody in a related field and get some more information. Kind of start going in that direction and see what emerges. Now, what's the benefit of this clarity spectrum? Well, what we're going to do is we're going to remove all this pressure from having to make some gigantic, enormous, all-or-nothing decision about whether I'm in the right job or not, whether I should quit, give my two weeks notice right away, or stay for the rest of my life. What we're saying is, for things that I'm very clear on, I'm going to act now and make some commitments to do things in the next three to six months. Things that I have suspicions and hunches and uh, wonder about, I'm going to take some steps to move toward them, get more information. And then finally, for the things that are just really fuzzy and vague, um, but that we don't want to forget, we're going to write them down and keep them in mind and carry them with us. You know, in life's journey, if you imagined yourself journeying through hillsides and up and down winding paths and crossing streams and making your way up and down steep hillsides. From any given vantage point, you can only see clearly a certain distance down the road. To that extent, it is wise to prepare yourself accordingly. For what you cannot yet see over the next hill, you want to be as prepared as you can when you get there, but you, you can't see it yet. And it may be in the things that you learn in your next adjustment or job that give you the eyes or the experience or the training to see what you do and don't like so that when you are on that next hill, you do have what you need to see further and make your next set of decisions. The very thing that you don't have where you currently are. Well, and one of the things we talked about are just some of the gathering themes and looking at insights. So one of the things... As an example, we mentioned is maybe you, you have these themes of wanting to work with people, of people being an energizing thing, energizing to you in, in many aspects of your life. What if you have a job where you don't interact with people, where you're kind of isolated, your work is pretty much, you know, maybe interacting with one person doing their things, but you don't really get to see a bigger picture of what you're impacting with the people that maybe you're working for, you're not part of a team. So maybe... It's a big deal that you would want to act on something like that or move towards something. Exactly. It doesn't say you're in the wrong job. It doesn't say you're in the wrong field. It says this way of working needs to become more interactive and more interdependent and more involved with others. So you want to do something on that right away. And again, it could be where you're currently working and seeing if there's ways to be involved with others on the team. It could be you need to go somewhere else. But the insight itself doesn't answer that question for you. It does give you decision-making criteria for what you're looking for. I can also, also think be the opposite. As we, one of our brainstorming categories is what bothers you the most, gets you under the collar, kind of drains you. And that may be sitting in an office all day. And that's so important to, to you for somebody who needs to get out. So kind of move towards something that either makes that experience of being in the office, because that happens redeemable or move away from that type of position. Exactly. And the inverse, you know, there's plenty of people with the inverse who like to focus and be able to concentrate on their project and see it through and to interact with others or to be taking telephone calls. Uh, it's just um, negative interruptions 
throws them off. And so they want to be in a position, you know, where the job description is organized around a very focused, isolated role, seeing things through. And that can be very helpful. So what we've done here is we, we aren't making decisions for anyone. What we're coming out with at the end of this process is not a kind of detailed plan of how you're going to be the person you've always dreamed you're going to become. What we've done is we've created a tool that people can revisit to constantly be aware of what's going on inside themselves as a professional, how they're growing and changing, what energizes them, and keep tabs on that. So what's energizing today, five years from now, could be boring, so that when it becomes boring, you observe that and you can take steps and create your next challenge for yourself that you put in your plan and move toward. And sometimes, Carl, I imagine that this, for someone like me, this would be something that would be really hard for me to come up with on my own, even if I had a workbook or a tool like this. And that's why um, I wanted you to talk a little bit about, uh, maybe just spend you know, 30 seconds talking about how you, how you help people with this process and what's helpful about going through this process with someone else. Well, that's a great point, Claudia, because some of us process best alone and like to retreat within to ourselves and do this kind of thinking. And the workbook lays that out for you. Some of us think aloud and need someone to serve as a sounding board. And we do that for people as well. So the the value would be that you would have someone right alongside your, your side with you, checking your thinking as you go, taking the questions that you raise farther. Someone who, from an objective point of view, and who's also a safe person, um, making sure that your the process is thorough and systematic as well. As we said, we're stuck or we're overwhelmed or we're bored to death with where we are. And so our thinking, it can be helpful to have another set of eyes observing that, oh, we keep creating the same barrier for myself. I was working with somebody last week who would start talking along the lines of what she loved to do and then two sentences into it always bring up the credentialing requirements involved with change. And so her thinking along the one line would stop by this perceived barrier, the credentialing requirements. Well, that is a a requirement she will face, but it doesn't need to be a barrier. And so it was helpful to her to have someone point that out and be able to take the thinking through what she really was passionate about doing to its logical conclusion and then bring in the practical issues of what would be involved in getting there. And you know, from that perspective, they became much more approachable. It became a possibility, and it wasn't just this enormous time and financial barrier. I think also, too, we have so many voices in our head from what we think we should be doing that sometimes it's hard to even filter that out from things we actually really believe, whether it's our parents or our society. It says, you know, well, I trained to be a doctor. I should be a doctor. I should continue in this, it'd be foolish to go be a teacher now. That's right. Our thinking gets cut off by one line. So that's why we're excited to invite you into this process. Either go to our website and purchase the Passion Finder directly for yourself or to call us and, and meet and look at who you are and what would bring energy and life into a very important contribution you do have and you will bring to your workplace. Well, I thank you so much for just our series and introducing this um, vocational reflection tool for us. 
As we mentioned, it is available on the website at boldenterprises.com. And I hope this series has been helpful to you in at least realizing that we're not powerless people in our workplaces and that we do have power over our own decisions, even when it comes to working. That's right. We'll see you next time. This podcast is a Bold Enterprises production.